This is the Carindale Salvos podcast. I invite you to follow. We're going to look at Isaiah 40. But the main verse we're looking at is uh, verse 31. But they who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. And they will walk and not faint. It's a favourite part of scripture that I I go to time and time again. And in fact, uh, most mornings I use it in in my devotions. And I'll share that in in a moment um, as we look at it. But it's a a great piece of scripture. We can soar, it's a promise of God, and we can overcome. The context, of course, which you probably know, is uh, Israel is worn down, they're they're captive, uh, God had been with them in the past, and they had seen some great things happen, and all of a sudden they, uh, they feel abandoned. Where is God in this? Here we are, slaves in, in Babylon, and here we are um, making bricks by, by the river. We've lost our joy, and uh, we hung up our harps, and, the, and, and there's just no joy in what's happening. And so they're wondering, where is God? Is God going to break through into this? When is, when is he going to show up in might and power? When are we going to see God as he was? What has he been doing? Well, we've been here as slaves, we've been here dying, and um, does God really care, and is God really interested in what's happening to his people? Well, I know people today that may sometimes feel like that, that uh, God is standing there with his hands in his pocket just watching as things go by. Well, let's have a look at what Isaiah says, and uh, he brings a message to the people of hope, of comfort, uh, of uh, where they can find strength in their, their time of exile. And I think as I looked at it and uh, contemplated and prayed about it, that it has some things to teach us as we look at it. The first thing I think that, that struck me is that we need to see God for who he is. And in, if you look at verses 18 to 20, and I'm not going to read them, but verses 18 to 20, um, to whom will you compare? Who, to whom will you compare? And he goes on to talk about, Isaiah does, about the greatness of God and who God is. So often like the Israelites and like those people, we can attempt to scale God into our kind of thinking and, and scale him down and make perhaps a, a much smaller impression of the truths and of, of, that we know about God and his power and what he is able to do. The second doctrine of the Salvation Army says we believe that that God is creator, God is preserver, governor of all things. It's part of our faith that we believe. We have to see God for who he is. Israel, Isaiah tells the people that he's everlasting, he's personal. We can get to know this God through Jesus Christ and he cares. Yet, he comes again to this our, ourselves, our, in this great universe of his, and yet God himself comes with us in power and strength and transfers that into us. 
the second thing that, that, that um, stood out was that we needed to see that God is in control. God is in control, 21 to 26. We read um, there, he sits on the throne. We look what's happening in the world today and some of the things that are happening in our own country and some of the nations around the world. And um, while God has given freedom, and while God has given freedom and uh, humanity perhaps has not done well in the history of time, in the history of time, uh, both individually and both nations. But he is the creator, the Lord of history. It's his story, if you like. Um, he is the creator, the ruler over and kings, over the, as it says there, princes of naught, uh, rulers from nothing. Um, God is in control. God is in control. And um, although it may not have going quite as we would expect or like, God is still in control. And um, the final say in history, the final say in nations, one day will be Lord Jesus Christ when he returns and um, takes over completely his authority um, in that way. The second thing is we need to expand our vision of God. In verses 21, 28, we, we look there, lift up your eyes, look, look, look around and uh, expand your vision of God to see his presence and his power and his mercy and his love uh, in, in lives of people, lives of people that, uh, that are around us in your life, in our life, in the world that we live. And we need to expand and see that God is alive. God is at work. I think it's possible sometimes to, to have very, uh, perhaps a very little consciousness or awareness of God as we go through the day. And um, it's joys and it's struggles that God can be part of that with us. We need to open our eyes to the presence and the activity of God, of his power, of his presence in our lives, the life of our church, life of our core, and in the creation around us. And finally, we look at um, verses 30 to 31, or perhaps 29 to 31. Um, each of these headings, are, 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 we could spend a lot of time talking about them, but I'm just briefly touching on the verses 31 to 31. We are being offered by God, who is in control, who does not grow weary or faint, power, to overcome and to renew us. God does not necessarily take away the obstacles in life, but he gives us strength to cope in the midst of those things that happen around us in the midst and the power to transcend all those obstacles and all too real that for us that are part of life. I like the story of, or the story, I read the story of as I was preparing of um, John Clayfield, he was a Baptist minister, and um, his, his young daughter had um, leukemia. And um, she says, um, dear God, does, Daddy, do you think that God, um, do you think that God knows about my leukemia? Yes, he does, dear. We're praying to him and talking to him. Did you ask how long the leukemia will last? What did he say? What, what do you say to a daughter, and he goes on, uh, that asks that kind of question, 
a young daughter. Emotionally and spiritually, we were exhausted a few hours later um, after praying and hoping and believing she, she passed away. And he writes this, there are three stages in life. Sometimes we mount up with wings as eagles and we fly. We're on top of the world and sometimes, though, we just run and we don't get weary, but we just take life as it comes, awareness of God. And when we go through the routine of life, daily of life, and uh, sometimes, though, it's all we can do to walk and faint. And I, this is he speaking, um, I need your prayers at the moment and encouragement to keep going. And at that moment, perhaps, John Clayfield, who took the pulpit the following Sunday, um, preached the greatest sermon ever, um, just by his very presence, that God was there in his time of great need. So we can soar. We can soar, not in our own strength, but in our weakness. Our weakness is his strength, and through faith and trust and hope, resting in him. We have this wonderful picture of the eagle and we can spend a lot of time looking at the way that the eagle uh, uh, attacks the winds and how it just floats almost or seems to through the air with little effort. Someone wrote, I was flipping my, I was flapping rather, or flipping, I was flapping my wings in an effort to rise over my troubles with all my cries. Then an eagle soaring by in effortless grace while flapping my wings and red in the face, I, I'm exhausted flying in the face of the storm that's against me, causing me harm. Then the eagle above me said, rest free um, and quit flapping your wings and ride like me. So I'm tempted to flap and it goes on and I'm just going to do the last piece. So tempted to flap on and help just a bit so, so tied me out, uh, my soul had to quit. So I dare to let go and soar up to the sky and wait on the Lord to lift me up high. We have been offered by God who is in control, a God of power to overcome the obstacles of life, the things that are happening around about us and be part of our everyday life. Those who wait, put their trust, hope in the living God will renew their strength as he has promised. We need to take this to heart, whether we have issues about family life, about family, work, health, questions about guidance, the future. We may need to respond to God in a new way, allow him and acknowledge that ultimately, although we may not understand, he's in control. God is in control. Then we know through Jesus Christ and are letting him, uh, and we need to let him speak into our situation. As we listen carefully to what he is now saying to us, may we experience his power and his love and his grace and his mercy. And like that eagle, whatever is happening round about us, we may be able to fly in the wings and fly and know the experience of God. You've been listening to the Carindale Salvos podcast. If you'd like to discover more or get in touch with us, 
visit us at sowers.org.au forward slash Carindale or head to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Carindale Salvos. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tell your friends about it. You can find the podcast on our website or wherever you get your podcasts.